so it begins. I'm Jack. This is Sam. Uh, and we are Resolute Podcast. So what is Resolute Podcast, Sam? What our main mission and goal is to bring up theological conversations and dialogues between me and Jack. Right. And to introduce what we've seen growing up in a Christian church and what's important uh, in Christianity. Right. So almost going in between denominations, uh, we come from not very close denominations at all. Yeah. I wouldn't say we're totally opposites, but we definitely don't have the same, same right. denomination at all. Sure. And so this podcast is probably more to discuss what actions and what beliefs a, a Christian should have at their the core of their faith. Absolutely. It should be more of a foundational podcast and making sure that just as we, we learn from the Bible on how to build a house correctly, it must be built on stone, not on sand. Right. And so... Uh, We'll probably, at some point in this podcast, get a little off topic, or you may disagree with what we say, you may agree with what we say, but um, we're going to try to lay out what we believe are the foundations of uh, Christianity and um, what it means to follow Jesus. Yeah, and so today, uh, we're just sort of doing an introductory, uh, kind of expressing to the listener um, what Sam and I believe in. Uh, so I've yes. created a a list of statements. Um, they could be correct and they could be incorrect. <laughs> um, but we're going to say uh, if we agree with them or disagree with them, I'll read a statement. You say, mm-hmm. I agree or disagree. or And a lot of these statements, like you'll probably have to, uh, you know, explain it a little bit. Um, yes. But... Uh, try to keep it to a minimum. Keep it a little right? brief. Okay. Right, because we'll do. we don't want to cover all of our content for all of our episodes in the first episode. Sounds good. Okay. God created the heavens and the earth. Absolutely. Agree. Mm-hmm. Yep, so I agree. All right. Hey, off to a great start right, right now. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, and so the next one, God created and stepped away. No. No. I disagree as well. Um, that's deism, um, something that we'll probably cover uh, in the future here. Um, it, really interesting topic, by the way. Absolutely, um, yeah. Um, quick thing, uh, Thomas Jefferson believed in deism. Mm-hmm. And just a quick excerpt, it's just more of like, uh, it's a belief of a timekeeper. He turns the clock and, like Jack said, just steps away. Mm-hmm. There's actually a denomination uh, called the Jeffersonians. Really? Yeah, and they're all deists, and we'll, wow. we'll probably try to talk about them a little bit because they're really interesting. That, that would be actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right, next one. God created man and woman. Yes. Yes. Simple. I think that's a pretty easy one. Yep. All right. Uh, here it gets a little bit deeper. Man and woman have complete free will. Oh, you did that. Ooh. Um, to answer this, uh, we're going into sort of if if you don't follow theology or uh, you're you're pretty new to the faith, um, there's these concepts of Arminianism and Calvinism, um, and so this is a it's either we have complete free will or everything is under the plan of God. But for this statement. Man and woman have complete free will. What do you say? 
as in complete free will, I would say no. Okay, so you disagree. I disagree. All right. Uh, I would say I agree that man and woman have complete free will. Okay. Next question. God has a one-purpose plan for the span of time. So in his plan, uh, there is not an alternate plan. That's correct. Yes. Yes, I agree. I think God has one purpose plan for all of time. Yes. And that's also on the basis of Calvinism. Like Mm -hmm. we were saying, is everything laid out in stone already? And we're just sort of... Figuring uh, it out. Right. It's like a record. Mm -hmm. God put the needle on and we're now the waves in motion uh, as as like the song of life. Or is it... um, Or do we... Can we go off the track and sing our own song? Um, yeah. Um, quick thing, going back to questions about Calvinism and Arminism. It'll be a topic we talk about for sure in future episodes. But for people who, who don't know exactly what those are, Calvinists believe in uh, there is no free will, and Arminianisms believe in free will. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about that more later, and there's definitely way more to each uh, sector. But if you, if you were kind of confused a couple minutes ago, that's what those two things are. All right. Next uh, statement. Jesus is God. Yes. Agreed. The Holy Spirit is God. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Yes. Okay. These are easy ones. They are. Either. <laughs> uh, I like these ones. These are the more... Uh, tenets the ones that we'll probably go over here in the next few episodes are probably the more like key basic things that we believe the actual foundations of what we believe jesus the way the truth and life is probably at the next episode or uh, our first series but um right all right so here's an interesting one there is one church that is correct one church that is correct entirely correct no, I'm just going to leave it at the statement. I'm not going to add anything. Okay. There's, There's one, one church, church that, that is, that correct. is correct. No. Do you want me to elaborate or no? Briefly. We're all, as Christians, part of the body of Christ. Right. And we are all, all part of his church. Mm-hmm. But we are fallen. Oh. And... Is that a hot take? No, that's not hot. <laughs> no, it's not hot at all. <laughs> uh, we are fallen, and because of our depravity, we cannot make a perfect church until the Lord comes. And we'll talk about that a little bit more later. But that to, as in one perfect church, no. I was going to say yes. I was going to say yes. Um, mm. But until your explanation there... Um, no, there's no one church that is correct, but saying that we are part of God's church, Absolutely. Christ's church, that one is correct. Yeah. I thought you were saying as no, no, no. In just one, as in like Could be a denomination, yeah. Chicago. I, right, or exactly. Church. And so I, I meant that, to keep it open, okay. open-ended there. That's good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, good. All right. Um, this one's sort of on the same lines. Church is necessary to go to heaven. No. No, I agree. I, I agree with you. No. 
Yeah. We disagree with the statement. <laughs> it's it's important though, and we'll get to that. Right, for sure. Okay, the Bible is necessary to go to heaven. I'm going to no. go ahead of you. I'm going to say no. Technically, no, it is not. I just don't see how it is possible. But I, I'm going to say no, just based on on what it on what the cause of going to heaven is. So no. Right. I'm going to I'm going to say no as well. And you know, we could be wrong on that. Um hopefully not. Yeah. But um if you disagree with us, um reach out to one of our social media pages. Yeah. And side note, me and Jack are not uh seminary approved. We are not theologians. We're not theologians. No. We're not uh John Piper or um Spurgeon uh Chesterton Chesterton Mm. we're none of these Aquinas we we're just young 20 year olds who are just making this podcast we we enjoy what theologians have to say yeah and we have both looked into the bible significantly both Mm -hmm. of them in our lives um and so what you're hearing is stuff that we're coming to conclusions on based off of what we've been taught what um we've seen ourselves in our own experiences and what we've read from these great writers. Absolutely. Um, all right, let's just keep, keep rolling. Keep rolling. Here we go. God speaks. Yes. Yes. Uh, let me expand on that one a little bit. God speaks today. Yes. Okay. All right. Yep. There's some people out there who don't believe that God speaks today. Yes. And it, it, it's hard. Because, like, sometimes it feels like God doesn't speak at all to you, but he absolutely does speak. You just have to be attentive and open your ears. Right. Hell is real. That's just the the first one here. Yes. Yes, I, I agree. Hell is real. Next one. Hell is eternal separation from God. Yes. I Agree. I think hell is eternal. I think it's uh, separation from God, um, and that's why hell is hell. And uh, I, I can't wait to talk about it because actually, hell and sin are some of my favorite topics. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've actually done um, in my studies lots of uh, different papers on uh, our hermarchiology, which is the study of sin, mm-hmm. which is fascinating because when we when we notice what sin is, then we can notice what we're missing. Yeah. And so it gives me goosebumps every single time yeah. I, I I think about it because oh, sin is just this thing that is so intriguing to me. <laughs> it's, I was actually reading recently about uh, uh, C.S. Lewis's book, Mere Christianity, uh, on how sin is a parasite and how um, it's just so intrusive hmm. in our lives. it's 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 something that we're attracted to as well yeah and it it, it's very hard to to just step away and get away from right all right next one here uh let's see we are in the end times yes i think we are in the end times as as in we are preparing for the tribulation yep pre-tribulation possibly Yes. Yes. Uh, there are different uh, 
uh, parts of the tribulation and just a brief thing um you know our world will continue to get worse until um jesus comes right mm-hmm. and uh i think we are in the same boat uh as the uh, church of acts where we're waiting for christ to return mm-hmm. and they thought christ's return was going to be like a month after he he left yeah and so no. they were like diligently waiting yeah and we're like hey where are you jesus yeah. you're supposed to come back and so through all uh, this persecution for years and years right and and so we're in the same sort of end times yeah and actually not to go off your your statement or anything but maybe instead of tribulation we're actually in the acts 29 chapter so acts 29 is an, is an, an actual chapter in the, in the bible it's more of like the the church today. Oh, and it, interesting. I've never yeah, heard of that. Yeah. So we we are in the Acts twenty nine. It's funny you say that. Um, yeah, I think Acts. That's a really cool way of saying that we are a, a continuation of of the church, right? Of the early church and how we should be modeling the early church in the way that we broadca- broadcast and, and spread the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah. Um, any single time a theology professor asked me um, where something was in the Bible and I didn't know, I would say Ephesians 7. <laughs> There's only six chapters in Ephesians. Yeah. And so uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I think that's in uh, Ephesians 7. <laughs> or like someone says that, like something that's like uh, mildly like um, either hypocritical or... yeah. <laughs> Maybe even blasphemous. I'm like, is that in Ephesians seven? I'm not, yeah. not exactly yeah. sure. Yeah, something, something, a little, something a little heretical. Or something. Right. <laughs> oh amazing. yeah, that must be in Ephesians yeah. seven for yeah. sure. Oh, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, and so we we might be talking about Ephesians seven as well as far as heresy and that thing, mm-hmm. heresy and uh, false prophets. I think that'd be really interesting to talk about um, for the podcast. Oh, absolutely. Um. All right, let's keep going here. Uh, let's see. Oh, <clears throat> God speaks through prophets. Currently. Uh, I'm leaving it open-ended again. Man. Yes. Yes, God does speak through prophets. Um, current prophets, uh, are, are there modern prophets? God has given gifts, uh, and it's very evident through many of Paul's letters. And one of those gifts is prophecy okay mm-hmm. um i do not think i have the gift of prophecy mm-hmm. uh it's interesting you say that um i don't i think that the gift of prophecy is real and i think the gift of prophecy is uh, something that's given to christians and they can use it to um they're not soothsayers they're not fortune tellers yeah um it's more speaking truth about what has already been said and what has already been given by god um i don't think that there are modern prophets because i think we have the holy spirit which is far better than any prophet we could ever have i totally agree and the thing about the holy spirit is that he is the great high priest right jesus and he's able to act on our behalf 
um, perfectly right um, to communicate our needs mm-hmm. and I think that when it comes to prophecy um, in the Bible when it talks about it after Jesus's death and uh, resurrection mm-hmm. um, Paul talks about prophecy and there is um, there's a divide on on in the church on on whether prophecy is an actual functioning yeah, yeah. um thing and, yeah and and also um i think that uh what prophecy might be today is more of just an actual um god has done this in the past so why wouldn't mm-hmm. he do it in the future hmm. so it's more of like a predictive thing not maybe not an actual right i receive prophecy through a dream okay so that's kind of long-winded on that right but. sure hmm. all right man next question or next statement here uh scripture is inerrant what does that mean inerrant without error without error oh yes without error as in different translations do you mean or mm. I think scripture can be errant. I think scripture is true, however. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm going to say I, I disagree with the statement that um, scripture is inerrant, which means there are no errors whatsoever throughout the Bible. Okay. And I am on the, on the opinion that there, that the word is, there is no errors. Okay. So... I say yes to inerrant. All right. And so we'll differ on that one. And we'll talk about that one a little bit later with um, probably with canonology and that sort of thing. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And that's a hard topic too. And I can't wait to talk about it. All right. Sure. <laughs> All right. Next one. Oh, this is one of my favorite questions. It's like one of those questions or one of those statements that um, I think a lot of atheists make. Hmm. Um, so they would say like something like the God of the Bible, uh, or in our case, <laughs> yeah. God changed between the old Testament and new Testament. No, no, I think it's false that no. I, I agree. Um, no. And yeah, the quicker we get the, the idea that God is mean and then God is, is fun in the old Testament versus new Testament is the, the faster we are able to <laughs> actually move on with, right? Move away from our our kitty little uh, mean world. and fun. Yeah. I like those two words. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, there are very real um, reasons why God uh, made the actions that He does in the Old Testament, and that's going to be an awesome thing that we'll talk about uh, as well. Yeah, and yeah, and I will say God is not mean. God is not fun. But God is God, and He, um, the only reason why we think of God in one way or the another is because we are limited in our own mm. understanding at our current moment. Well said. Uh, next one here. Mm. This is more of a philosophical, so, f- philo- a question about th- philosophy. Philosophical. Yes, that's yes. the word I was looking yes. for, uh, rather than... Um, theological, but in the same way to, anyway, 
God can create a rock. He cannot move. Mm. For my philosophy 101 class, I'm going to give you what my professor told me. No. No, I agree. <laughs> God cannot create a rock that he cannot move. No. Uh, do you want me to tell you why or or no? Well, I, I think we both have the same idea on this one. For me, why I say no, it's because um, part of God's nature is to be logical. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. Right. It and is, so it, it is illogical and impossible for him to make an illogical thing like that. Right. Exactly. So um, when we see logic, we're actually looking at um, various um, aspects of God's being, which is really, really cool. And another thing that we'll talk about later. Yep. All right, here's the next one. Jesus was born of a virgin. Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, it's... It, it sounds so crazy and bizarre, but... Right. It's one of those things that growing up in church, it's held into you, mm-hmm. and it's so necessary to what Jesus is. And, right. And why he is who he is. Right. Um, there are camps... Um, I believe some of the Gnostics, um, which are a sect of um, radical Christians almost, like mm. their Gnostics were a, they pretty much branched into their own religion, but they, they used a lot of Christian traditions. Um, but I don't believe they, they thought that Christ was born of a virgin. Um, yeah. Mormons don't believe that he's born of a virgin. Yeah. And that's another thing that we'll talk about. They believe that... Um, Don't they believe that uh, Jesus came to each group and disappeared? Or no, maybe so, I, I got n- that wrong. No, so they believe that um, uh, God himself came down and impregnated Mary. Mm, yeah. Okay. So, so they believe that it, it's virgin as far as not human on human yeah it's reproduction but rather god on a human reproduction interesting, interesting stuff we'll talk about yeah, it later <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. um humans are made in the image of god yep we are his image bearers and his beholders um totally agree and that means a lot of stuff and we'll talk about it at some point all sin is the same yes yes it is you steal a candy bar, sin. You murder someone, sin. I slightly agree with you. I slightly disagree with you. So I'm going to say I disagree overall. Yeah. It's uh, it's like the Parks and Rec episode where uh, that one Colombian guy is, you uh, steal a car, jail. Go out to jail, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, if you're catching my drift, that was a lame joke. Um, no, but... My opinion is that sin is sin. It is sin, black and white. Uh, I think there there are probably... So I, I think that there are sins that are obviously worse than others as far as... Not as far as like separation, because the thing with sin, as, as soon as you're separated from God... You're separated. Yeah. And there's nothing that you can you're do. either with him or you're again, well, not with him. Yeah. Like it's black and white. Yeah. 
So as, as far as Alston is saying that, that way, yes. However, sealing a candy bar, you don't have to um, do the same things to uh, have reparations as, it's not the same as a murder. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and so if God is logical and he is fair as far as, uh, he, he's just, just is probably a better word. Just, yes. Um, then there's probably some sort of difference between a candy bar, versus a candy a bar versus a murder. Yeah. And I think that probably has to do with heart posture. Yeah. Um, now let me just get into just basic moral law on, okay. on just, um, on, on foundations that really aren't based on Christianity. Mm-hmm. But like, do you think partially the way, uh, the reason why you believe that might be because the world wants you to think that? You mean like karma? No, just more like you see the candy bar, like, oh, put that back versus murder. You get life imprisonment. Do you think it's just a, like a innate sense? Well, that, or reading through the books of law, um, we see that there are different things that we have to do to um, become either clean again or back with God. Of course, we don't follow the, that law any longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think God does set up... Um, he, he pretty much installed a, uh, a judicial system of the Israelites. And so... You know, I think that's where we get our judicial system and why we think that, yes, dealing a candy bar is not the same thing as murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And going going back to the that those laws, Jack's absolutely right. Like there was d- different punishments, uh, different sacrifices you had to do with each type of law. Right. And um, going back to like murder in the Old Testament times, it was more like eye for an eye kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, but like walking through those first five books, um, we see how complicated it is and how right. just like slipping up just once you have to have a, have a sin offering mm-hmm. and it's so complicated. And the, the only point that I'm trying to make right now is um, through Jesus and through his new law, he's able to make it uncomplicated. Right. And, that is the reason why I believe that, although I'm not saying that I would hold someone in worse standing mm-hmm. if they murdered someone versus a candy bar, I'm I'm simply uh, stating that um, it is still sin. As soon as you're separated from God, you're separated from God. Yeah. Yep. And, and we both agree on that, for yeah. sure. Next one. Wow. That was a tangent, but mm. yeah. love it. Uh, anyways... <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Where were we? Mm. People operate in spiritual gifts today. Yes. And that's hard for me because when I think of like the gift of tons, mm-hmm. it's very confusing to me because mm-hmm. I've never seen a done and mm-hmm. it seems very just different. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What's your opinion on that? Uh, I, I think it's... So, growing up in the church, uh, the church that I grew up in, it wasn't a talk, topic that was talked about at all, almost. Yeah. 
And so like operating in the spiritual gifts was like pretty new to me. Um, And then I, you know, left the country. I did a uh, program, Youth with a Mission. Um, Mm -hmm. And so within that um, program, it's interdenominational. They don't say they're non-denominational. They're interdenominational, which means... They welcome include. a lot, right? They include a lot of different people from a bunch of different denominations, and you get to see how other people operate, right? Yes. And I've definitely seen people operating in some spiritual gifts that I thought weren't around. Interesting. And so it, it was really cool to see, and um, kind of offering myself to say, "Hey, God, like it'd be really cool if you." could have me do something. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen it through, like, God worked through me in that, those ways as well. And so that'll be another really interesting story, sort of story time. Yeah. Um, and interesting. sort of, uh, we'll talk about spiritual gifts as well, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the biggest spiritual gift that kind of pops into my head is the gift of tons, just because it's, it's so different, so weird. And basically, it's just right. Um, in the in the Bible, it talks about how in tons they're able to communicate to vast languages mm-hmm. without um, w- with the use of a translator. But mm-hmm. um, uh, Peter was able to sp- to speak in tons without a translator um, at Pentecost. Right. Some really interesting thing about tongues, really quickly. Uh, the gift of speaking tongues and the gift of interpreting tongues are two different things. Yeah. Which, yeah. And I, I think I have some stories that, uh, were actually very practical ways of, I've actually seen those two things operate. Yep. And, um, I'm definitely looking forward to yeah. hearing those stories cause it's, it's a, it's an interesting topic. For sure. Right. And, and it's not something that I was like, I grew up knowing about and now I, kind of do know about it but not in the depth that i would like to um so um you know this is a great opportunity for us both kind of study up on it if you have any stories yourself shoot us a line yep absolutely um but let's see here all right um we're almost done here uh it's sort of along the same lines of like god changing between old testament new testament god murders This is a harsh word. Murder is a harsh word. I would say no, he does not word murder because one, murder is a sin. God does not sin. Yeah. Um, but does God kill? Yes. Yes. I think, I think, I don't think he kills the same way that a human does. It's it's not a it's not a killing as in it's not a hot blooded act or sorry excuse that it's not a cold blooded act it's not that he's scheming he or anything like that but it is part of his plan and mm-hmm. in his plan he gives he gives life and he also gives right. death if God is God then he can do with our lives as he pleases yeah so um when we murder or when we kill we're moving people from one our life into another, and we are usurping the role of God exactly. in that fashion. Yeah. 
So when God chooses to do it, God can do that because he is top of the hierarchy. Yeah. He created you. Right. And And so he can uncreate us. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's, yeah. Murder, no. But God does. I would say he, he is the controller of death. Right. All right. Next one. Satan is real. Yes. Yes. Yep. He's, uh, he's mean. Yep. Next one. Um, this is sort of a mix of this question and then the end times question. Satan is currently in hell. This is a question that comes up from, uh, there are denominations out there. I, I don't know exactly which ones. Um, I haven't really looked into it, but they believe since God died on the cross, Mm-hmm. And he defeated sin. Now we are in the end times, and Satan is in hell. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Uh. I would say Satan currently is active in the world. Right. I would say he's currently the king of our world. King of the world. Yeah. And, and so he's kind of on top of things right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, that's because of the fall. Right. And, but sin does not come from Satan. No, it does not. Right. And so there's also that larger tangent where people would say, um, you know, like almost like a yin and yang thing where people kind of blend that yeah, God is good like and good Satan and evil. is evil. It's yeah. It's not, it's not dualism. Right. Because that's dualism. Mm-hmm. It's, um, but when God created the universe, he created it perfectly. Right. And what sin is, is... The Imperfection. Ab- is the absence of that, is the corruptness. Right. So it's not good and evil, but imperfect, or perfect imperfect. Yeah. And... Crazy. And it's really just one. It's it's perfect and everything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's two, but... Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, Star Wars is dualism. Yeah, good and evil, right. light and dark. Yeah, and it makes way more. It is more simple for people to think good and evil. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, and as a kid, uh, that's kind of what they teach you in Sunday school mm-hmm. because it just helps you learn a little bit more. Right. Um, but once you know the foundations and go deeper, you understand that it's not just good and evil, yin yang. Right, and so it's probably something that we'll probably continue to um, talk about on the podcast is that um, it's not good, good and evil, and we'll we'll hold to the not the good evil system, but the perfect imperfect system, and we'll talk yep. about that. Yep, absolutely. Uh, next one: demons tempt us. So an- another another way to think about this. Um, I've heard that there are people who would believe that there you you almost have like you have a guardian angel, right? It, it's yeah. almost like the the devil and the angel on your shoulders yeah, in sure. Emperor's New Groove, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, you know he's right. Yeah, you know? he's right. Yeah, <laughs> and so angel on the right, the devil on the left. Yeah, right. And so um, there are people who believe that there are demons who sort of are active in the spiritual 
world and they they tempt us yeah like spiritual warfare Mm -hmm. which we might talk about too we will definitely talk about spiritual warfare do we believe that there is every single temptation is a a demon or devil whispering in my ear no 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 i don't think so no but i do think that i do think uh demons do have the ability to tempt us Mm -hmm. absolutely um but uh, I think a lot of temptation does have to do with letting our guard down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I had this one. So I, I did my YWAM training in New Zealand, uh, and we had a spiritual warfare uh, lecture series. And it was taught by this, um, I believe his name is Ray Tortua, and mm-hmm. he is a, a chieftain of a... Um, a Maori tribe in New Zealand. And he taught the entire thing like a military um, camp almost. And he had us doing these like Maori, like um, almost these like warrior drills. And he had a spear (laughs) and it was, it was so cool. And we were like, okay, like we're not learning a single (laughs) thing. What is he doing? And he's like, it's all about discipline and it's all about not letting your guard down. Yeah, training and, your mind. And using the sort of the spirit as it, it's intended, a weapon. Yep. That's that's so cool. It and, was really cool. <laughs> yeah, and um, he's absolutely right because um, is it in Galatians talking about the mm-hmm. armor of God right. and mm-hmm. how... Um, we must be fully equipped with the, all the ar- armor of God to mm-hmm. fully serve in his army. Right. Um, that's awesome. All right. And last question. The Bible is consistent. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Easy question to end on. Yeah. It is uh, through and through. There is no contradiction mm-hmm. with the Bible. Um, if you read it as a, just a, Literarily, mm-hmm. you might see contradictions, but if you look at it um, through time and through mm. how um, Jesus appeals the law and is the new law, then you understand fully that it is actually true and without contradiction. Right. Yeah. And so that sums up um, and concludes uh, this little segment that we did. Uh, with these statements here anyway but thank you so much for listening uh join us next time on the resolute podcast awesome thank you guys hey i'm jack and i'm sam thank you for listening to the resolute podcast if you like our content please like and subscribe if you have questions comments or want to say hi find us on instagram and twitter at the resolute podcast or email us at resolute podcast at gmail.com thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time